With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mitchell at the top. They want to get Jokic in the pick and roll. Donovan will go. He'll stop. He'll pull. He'll hit. Oh, on national television. He's still doing it. He's Donovan Mitchell, baby. In the mid-range, bury the shot. Big time kid right there. This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. What's up, Jazz fans? I'm Tyler Lance. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Jazz Game Rewind. Well, the Jazz faced a daunting task tonight. They were missing Ricky Rubio, Dante Exum, and Howell Neto due to injuries. They were on the second night of a back-to-back on the road in the Mile High City against a team fighting for the number one seed in the West. And not to mention, the game took place in a stadium where the Jazz lost earlier this season. So you could say that the odds were really stacked Backed up against Utah going into tonight's game. Despite the long odds, the Jazz picked up their most impressive win of the season, beating the Denver Nuggets 111-104. At times, it looked like the Jazz had this game in total control, but towards the end of the third quarter, the Nuggets fought back, and they made it even more scary in the fourth quarter. That's where we will take you right now to David Locke and Ron Boone, as the Jazz are fighting to hold off a surge by the Nuggets. 840 to play. No Rubio, no Axum, no Neto. Mitchell just went to the bench. Ingles leading the pick and roll with favors. Finds him on a roll. Kicks to the corner. Open three. Corver. Got it. Kyle Corver with his fifth three of the game. And who leaves Kyle Corver open for a corner three? Yeah, the, the, the player that's trying to keep Derek Favors from rolling to the basket. Thomas driving. Left hand shot. No. Tipped by Plumley. No. Ricochets around. O'Neal comes down for the 50 50 ball. Utah with an eight point advantage, 87 79. Eight minutes to play. Ingles at the point guard position with seven assists. He drives to the left hand. He bounces to Favors. He goes with the right hand and put it on top of Plumley. Oh, oh, that's not fair. Oh, that'll get you sent to the principal's office for doing that to a kid. Pull up jumper the other way. Short rebound comes down to Cephalosha. Derek Favors with 15 points. Plumley's going to wake up in the middle of the night screaming with flashbacks from that one. 89-79, Jazz by 10, favors Ingles pick and roll again. Derek lost this one out of bounds off Denver. But Joe does such a great job of setting him up and knows exactly when to give him the basketball. Those two have got quite a combination. It's so funny how that works. Certain players are so good with each other. Others just don't have that combination. Inbound Corver, corner Look three, out. got another one! Kyle Corver with his sixth three of the night. Utah's back up by 13, 92-79. Kyle Corver! Wow! Utah kept extending their lead up to 97-89, to and now the game is surely over, right? Wrong. The Nuggets continued to battle back into this one, proving why they're one of the best teams in the Western Conference this year. A 19-4 run put this back to a four-point game with just under two minutes remaining. And that's where Donovan Mitchell took matters into his own hands. 140 to play. 102-98. 
And Reggie Miller on his feet over there. Here's Donovan, left-hand dribble. Comes off the Gobert pick to his right. Low into the traffic. Underhand scoop and a score! Oh, Donovan with a miraculous right-hand underhand scoop off the window. 104-98. Maybe they'll do it without stops. They lead by six with 123 to play. Murray gives to Jokic on a roll. Into Ingles. Cross-court to Millsap. Sets his feet. Fires a three and hits! Oh, the miracle of Miami is happening. Is that a two? It looked like his feet were on the line. 104-101. Catch and shoot three for Millsap. A minute to play. Jazz by three. Mitchell at the top. They want to get Jokic in the pick and roll. Donovan will go. He'll stop. He'll pull. He'll hit. Oh, on national television. He's still doing it. He's Donovan Mitchell, baby. In the mid-range, bury the shot. Big time kid right there. Donovan Mitchell had Utah's last three field goals of the game as they were able to secure their 35th win of the season. So now you know what happened in the fourth quarter, but how did we get to that point? When this game started out, it looked like both offenses had forgotten to leave the locker room. The score was 22-19 in favor of Denver after one quarter. The offense really started picking up in the second quarter for the Jazz, not so much for the Nuggets, however. We take you to David Locke and Ron Boone with the Jazz already up 29-24 and in the midst of a 10-2 run. That run would not end anytime soon. Well, so far, Ron, anything defensively is working. The two often cleaning the glass, the website keeps what percentile your offenses are in compared to league so far. The Jazz offense is in the first percentile. The Nuggets is in the zero percentile so far. This is two of the worst offensive performances any team has put out all year or two of the best defensive performances any team has put out, depending whether your glass half full or half empty. Cephalosha left open for threes, the Jazz best three-point shooter, and he hits to put the Jazz up 32-24. Cephalosha has hit 47% this year to lead the Jazz. Here's Jokic, pick and roll with Murray, a a very successful play for them. Kick out to Murray for a catch and shoot three, hit it. That's the play we talked to Quinn Snyder about in the coaches show. Maybe we'll go back to having him let you hear what he had to say again in a moment. Here's Donovan driving to the window, swiped away by Beasley. Donovan forces it up and misses. Donovan does not have a field goal yet. That was Denver's first three of the game a moment ago. As they're one of 11, 32-27. Jokic will conduct now, goes down low to Millsap. Knocked away by Cephalosius, stolen by the Jazz. Jokic has two points, five rebounds, and four assists. Donovan still looking for his first field goal. Hooks the pass to the right wing. A three is up and no good by O'Neal. Long outlet goes over the head of Beasley into the woman in the front row, who's sitting there elegantly with her nice shoes and her glitzy little Cameron. She could not be bothered enough to move for that ball, and it just domed her boyfriend right next to him. She could not. She was comfortably sitting in those jeans, crossed beautifully, and here came Beasley running right at her, and she wasn't going to move at all. Nothing to do with the basketball. No, her boyfriend sitting there with his beanie hat on took it right in the head. Here comes the left-hand dribble by Cephalosha. Down low to Gobert, rotates to Ingles, gives to O'Neal. Beautiful ball movement from the Jazz. A kick to Cephalosha for a corner three is good. And the Jazz are just moving it right now with electricity, and they lead it 35-27. And that's what I meant by that defense has to break down after a while. Normally, I've always been under the impression a defense will break down at least after about 12 seconds. 
Now here's that was Will in the Parker. old days. The thrill. Now it's what six seconds. Jokic forced to take a three over sure. the big arms of Gobert and airballs it. Remember, Jokic didn't hit a three in Salt Lake. Gobert's length bothering him on those. Jazz lead it by eight. Ingles with it at the top. 35-27 is the score. Jazz are on a 23-9 run over some length of time right now. Ingles and Gobert playing a two-man game. Swing to Cephalosha. Corner three. Tabo Cephalosha's on fire. I'm sure he wasn't in their scouting report. But when he comes into the ball game, he's making them pay. 38-27, Tabo with his third three. The Jazz kept extending their lead, and when Rudy Gobert put the finishing touches on the first half, you could feel the energy. 42 seconds left in the quarter, eight on the shot clock, Gobert down the lane, hammers with two hands. Oh, get the yellow tape out. There's been a crime committed here. Oh, Rudy Gobert, don't do me like that. When the dust settled on the second quarter, the Jazz had outscored the Nuggets 33-15 on their way to a 52-37 halftime lead. The 37 first half points by Denver were their least in any first half this season. Not only did the Jazz have a solid lead at the half on the second night of a back-to-back against one of the best teams in the NBA, but they did it with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell only combining for 11 first-half points. The Nuggets would fight back in the third quarter, though, even though their star player Nikola Jokic picked up his fifth foul of the game. Nuggets got it back down to single digits, and that's when Donovan Mitchell had one more chance to extend the lead before the fourth quarter. Donovan to the front court. Donovan's got 12.6 rebounds and five assists. Guarded by the long arm, Barton puts it through his legs. Stops, pulls up, fires the three at the horn. Got it! And then just struts back the other way, looking like it's no big deal, because I'm the dog. 81-70, Jazz by 11. And well, Jazz fans, you already know how this story ends. The Jazz would not have been able to pull off this exciting win without the efforts of tonight's player of the game. Derek Favors hands to Joe Ingles out of a set play. Finds Favors on the roll, rotates to Corver in the corner. One dribble to settle himself, fires and hits. Pick and roll with Favors. Derek kicks to the corner. Corver again. Oh Got it! Kyle Corver was making it rain threes from high altitude tonight. And it's been a long time coming for Corver. In his past six games, he's only been shooting 25% on threes. But he erased all that tonight, tying his season high overall and setting his Jazz season high with 22 points and six three-pointers made in 10 attempts. It was also Corver's first time hitting more than two three-pointers in a game since January 27th. In addition to Corver's 22 points, the Jazz also received 24 points on 9 of 19 shooting from Donovan Mitchell. And perhaps more notably, the Jazz were able to limit the damage from Nuggets star Nikola Jokic, holding him to 5 of 15 shooting and forcing him to commit 5 turnovers. The defense also stepped up to limit the Nuggets to 7 of 25 shooting on 3-pointers. After a game like that, Saturday's game against the number one team in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks, is a must-see. Get over to utahjazz.com right now and get your tickets before they're all gone. And in the meantime, relive tonight's victory over the Nuggets with David Locke and Ron Boone's postcast as they break down the game, as well as David's emptying the noggin where he bullet points all his thoughts on the ball game. Both of those can be found on lockedonjazz.net. That does it for this edition of Jazz Game Rewind. I'm Tyler Lance. Thanks for tuning in. 
drives to Gobert, hands to Jokic, blocked by Rudy! 